Yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy, Moose Mancino, a.k.a. the Orlando Brown of Ozempic. And we in the building. Uh, it's episode, <laughs> episode 230, uh, 237, I want to say. And uh, we got my nigga C's in the building. Man, uh, I just want to send a shout out to anybody who ever found Neo attractive with some dry humping or some Neo. You a sicko. That's it. What? Neo had some cuts, bro. That you right. you'll get to you'll put on a sex CD. I was I know I was in the gym early listening to some R and B and then say it came on, but I just kept thinking like man, it's somewhere, some way, some woman was just underneath Neo and that forehead was just like hovering over her body and she oh, never no. got turned off. And that's sick. Don't do. Y'all think he, her. Y'all think he had sex it. with the fedora? <laughs> nah. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past him. I would have put it past him. Yeah, the Kangle definitely didn't move. He, yeah, he was. He did have that year of a gentleman wave <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, he might have had a vest on, bare vest. Yeah, I can see it. Hey, can we make uh, 2024 the year of the gentleman? Can we bring being a gentleman back, bro? No. Because then we're going to have to start dressing like when uh, Jay Z told us we was, we was off the throwbacks. We were. <laughs> He had to put on the, the fucking button-ups in the club. <laughs> you know how nasty he was to go to Marshall's as a, as a teenager talking about, I need a button-up? <laughs> and you had to cop some starch, some Niagara starch and shit. Oh, <laughs> that shit crispy, hella, bro. Hella pastels in the... Nah. With the loose jeans? Come on, yeah, man. That's, that's nasty times. Nasty times, man. Boy. Speaking of nasty times, we got my nigga Don in the building. Hey, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, boy. It's your boy Donnie, man. <laughs> How y'all feeling, man? I'm I'm actually feeling pretty rest up, you know, for for the first time. I feel like I had a very restful weekend. Like it almost felt like a three day. It was just a two day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That means you slacked off on Friday at work. I know the cheat code. Shit, I'm trying to remember. I think Friday was crazy. Now I think about it. Oh shit! But it feels like so long ago. Yeah, them, them no days off niggas heated right now, bro. They they, they, they want you tired every day, nigga. Hustle harder. <laughs> they ain't working you enough. What's that tweet? He was like, I told my boss to cut my salary just because I love the grind. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. Oh, shit. But we got the motherfucking producer on the mic, man. We got Nick Tune in the building, man. What's cracking, man? Listen, it's uh, 69 degrees here in Carolina in February, and we nice. have not had and we have not had snow in two years. Hey, man, we might be at the end of times right now, brother. <laughs> this might be happening. Seventy, basically seventy in February, North Carolina is crazy. But we haven't had, had snow in two years. But we have not had snow hit the ground in two years. That's crazy. Yeah. But how much how much snow do y'all usually get? That's, that's like funny. if it do snow. Yeah, I mean, bro, you gonna get at least, you know, growing up, you gonna get like a smooth like week to two weeks of like snow in between December, January, February. Like, like that that typically happens. So for us to not have snow in two years, hey man, what what you said uh, the other week, Brandon, about Miami being underwater? Hey, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> hey, it might be, Charlotte might be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, but we here, man. We here. We here. <laughs> y'all might have the reverse thing though. Y'all might just have the strictly dark skins in Charlotte. Like that might just be y'all thing. Because y'all don't get no snow. It's just it's just straight heat. Oh, oh yeah. You uh okay, okay. I see where you I didn't know where you was going with that at first, but I got you. I got you. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> you supposed to back me up on this type of shit, man. 
I know. But hey, man, it's good to be here. Good to be here. I appreciate you being here, bro. Uh, hey, how, how niggas doing, man? What's, what's going on? What's the word? Hey, man. Like Tune said, man, it's it's, it's 66 right now, and it's Chicago. Like, well, like wow. what, I don't know what's happening, bro. This is that good. This is that feel-good weather right now. I'm, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Even yesterday was pretty good. Yesterday was like close to close to uh, six. Yeah, mid fifties, man. Got a good run in mm-hmm. that river that to lake. That, this that weather to make you stop putting money in your four hundred one k. What? Hey, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him, nigga. Because <laughs> you know the world gonna end soon enough. So it's like I might as well spend it while I'm here. Oh, shit. HR professionals, hey man, <laughs> step in next time. <laughs> we ain't doing that. We might have to hit up an HR professional, dog. You want you want more of your take home pay? That's all. <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that. Y'all ever uh, cut some of y'all benefits because y'all y'all just want some more money, bro? <laughs> Be like, I don't need I don't need cheap this year. Man, I wish. <laughs> I, I wish. See, I, I I have a daughter, so that shit ain't. You know, we you can't. Get on. I can't. I can't skip on nothing because <laughs> uh, I thought about it hey you know what I'm saying vision ain't really that important she young <laughs> she young <laughs> she got 2020 for right now <laughs> they sell glasses yep. off the rack at Walgreens <laughs> y'all know when they cut you uh, I, I don't know about y'all but they cut you off your insurance uh, off your parents insurance when you turn 26 oh. and I ain't think Bro, I didn't think that was real. So I was like, man, they ain't going to kick me off, bro. I, got, I went like six months for the rest of the year without no insurance just because I, <laughs> just, just I thought I was going to be good. Bro, and I feel like that's when all this bad shit be happening. Like, you be feeling like you about to have a heart attack and shit. Like, damn, I don't got no insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you start getting consistent headaches and shit. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> them, them WebMD results start feeling a little bit scarier. Really. Oh yeah, yeah. You need to. Uh, and it, there needs to be some type of like panel or some shit that tells you what to do. Because I swear I had the same period where I just went through like a period with no insurance, and I didn't know where to go because I didn't know if I can go to the hospital. So I was just going to random like urgent cares and shit. And like them niggas at the urgent cares are not doctors, bro. Buddy behind the desk had like red eyes, like he had just been blowing down his eye. Like I was like, bro, they gonna kill me worse, bro. <laughs> gonna like no, nah, bro. <laughs> right. them, them niggas at urgent care just be giving you a little sum just to for for yeah. the last like a couple days, but they like, yo, see a real doctor though. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get you some shit, but it ain't gonna help that much. Yeah, fam, get get insurance out here, man. It's 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 vital out here, my boys. But uh, niggas ain't doing nothing. Is it? Uh, y'all had good weather out there. You pop out seas. Nah, I chill. I chill. I mean, it was decent, but it wasn't like crazy. It, it hits like the high, like in the middle of the day. And I don't really mm. like being outside in the middle of the day because that's when everybody else outside. I like to knock yeah. on my shit real early, so I can feel like I accomplished something by like ten, and I'm I'm chilling, catching up on these shows and shit. Real, that's how you, that's how you know you really getting old when you just trying to like build your schedule around avoiding people. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Nah, I feel that. Uh, it was my sister's birthday last week, so she popped out to Dallas. Uh, I was hanging out with her and her friends for a little minute, hit a karaoke joint. I was kind of zipped up in there, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. I was singing my heart out. Uh, nice. Yeah. So, Did that pull you to the side? Are you doing all right? 
Nah, nah, <laughs> man. You just knew it like the day after I was seeing the videos, and I was like, oh boy. Oh, yo, those get worse. <laughs> oh, oh boy. When you see those next day vids, damn. I didn't have to record all that. <laughs> I was zipped, bro. But uh it was it was a nice time, man. Um I both of the days, Friday and Saturday, I stayed up to 5 30. So Sunday, like I was a zombie yesterday, bro. That's so, crazy. Yeah, I, I was. I'm. I'm surprised that I'm awake right now and I was able to get up for work. Cause <laughs> shit, I was fucked up, bro. But uh, other than that, it was cool. Cool time, bro. Uh, Tony, what you getting to? Yeah, I just had, uh, one of my close friends came in town. Um, over the weekend, we just kind of hung out, had a little brunch on uh Sunday, and yeah, we just kind of popped. Actually, there's a spot right next door to me that we don't really go to. Uh, that we ended up going to, getting a little nice little section. So it was cool. It was nice, you know. I don't really be popping out to the clubs like that anymore. So they wanted to go out. She got a kid and don't really get a chance to, you know, be in the streets like that. So it was nice to, you know, vibe out. It was cool. What are Charlotte brunches like? Are they more uh, aimed towards marriage? Like, like, what's what's the general vibe? <laughs> Wait, I want, I want, I want to know what I want to know what aimed marriage at a brunch looks like. <laughs> but uh, niggas being intentional, like motherfuckers intentional in the brunch, bro. <laughs> They ain't just fucking around. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely don't think it's a Houston brunch, but yeah, it, it do be, it do be chill. Like it don't be like we got maybe like one or two pop out spots for brunch, mm. but like we was we the one we went to was like a little low key. It was just like you gonna go there there eat and you gonna see little Johnny and Becky having you know brunch out to the side. It wasn't you know what I'm saying it, it was cool. So I feel you. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Well, niggas alive. We here, ready to get into another pod, man. Anything else to say before we get into these topics, man? Anything to address? Actually, I got a question for y'all. Do y'all feel like, because I, I don't do this often, when y'all go to a bar solo, do you feel like you get better treatment? Yes. Well, better treatment from employees or people? Uh, from, from the bartender. Whoever working there. Uh, what is the atmosphere of the bar? Because that also, I feel like, plays a factor. That's very true. Uh, say the bar is, it's not crazy. It's just, it's a little, it's filling up. It's filling up, but it's not packed. Uh, in my standard, I'm, I got like the bar seat. Because if you got the bar you seat, the bar. I, you, you got the bar. Oh yeah, you you. you they, I mean, they always serve you a little bit different when you sitting at the bar. Um, mm-hmm. It's easy to get their drinks. It's easy to get their attention. When you standing behind people trying to raise your hand all the time, that's when it's like, all right, forget you. Yeah, you can't be asking like dumbass questions though. Like, what do you recommend? Like, niggas, hella people here. Like, you better order some shit. Oh. <laughs> like, that's a good question. But the reason I asked that the last two times I went to a bar solo, I either got a, a drink written off or I got a free shot. And in my head, I'm thinking, is this the move? Do, do niggas just is that what niggas do? Pull up solo and you get the best treatment? Because that never happens when I'm sitting at the bar and I'm with somebody. Well, I think it's like uh like when you're an orphan and like you go to certain oh. places and no, they do like nice shit so cause they want to kind of recruit you. It's the same thing. It's just like they, they see you by yourself, like you looking for a home, bro. Like they <laughs> they go they go do some nice shit to have you like be a return customer and shit. Like solo people are more likely to be return customers. I, I went to the salt. <laughs> 
I went to the soft open of a bar that opened here in Charlotte not too well, probably about a year ago now. But they were still learning how to make the drinks then. So buddy, <laughs> so so buddy, <laughs> buddy would what? mess up the drink. <laughs> so buddy messed up the drink on a few orders, and he was just like, "Hey man, I messed this up. You you want this extra drink right here?" And I'm like, "Cool, bro. I got like three free drinks that night off the ship, and him just messing up. <laughs> they were struggling. They just like just uh, I fucked up this vodka soda." <laughs> What you put in tequila sunrise? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're asking you questions. <laughs> what you normally say? What's a, what's your preferred liquor? <laughs> All right, how about Chaser? <laughs> I'll tell you, man, it was a good night, though. It was a good night. It was a good night. <laughs> oh, that's just hilarious. Did you have to give me your number? I feel like getting three free drinks, no matter how you got them. You gotta you gotta try some digits. I will say, oh, I say, I. I, I felt a little entitled, so I, I spun the block. I went back the next day to be like, "All right, let me see my man's. Let me see my man's. You know, got correction. Yeah. Let me see my man's go hook me up again." Bro, bro that's some bullshit. Because I know he was thinking, "Oh, he think I'm a fuck up." He think I'm a sucker. I look like a walking dick. <laughs> and, and yo, and yo, when I really sit here and think about it, I really do think he gave me another free drink the next day I went back. I really do. Yeah. Cause the next That's day I went it. back, I was with somebody. Uh but yeah, man, it was that that happened. That actually happened. Hey, that's um, what I mean, man. When you go by yourself, they they th- they feel like you're gonna come back, dog. And then uh, you know, it was fucking up. So you was all good. Uh that's how you know you tapped in though. You going to soft launches and shit, bro. Like soft launches. Bro, I ain't gonna hold you. It was a nice little it's it's actually one of my favorite joints. It's a joint called vinyl, and they based the theme of the bar is like they just got like a bunch of vinyl on the wall and stuff. Like it's it really is a dope spot. So mm-hmm. uh-huh. it was cool. It's cool. If y'all had to uh open up a dive bar, what would it, what would the name and theme be? Mm. Or just tell me the theme. We don't need the name, just give me the theme. Theme? Yeah. Mm. It it would definitely be music focus. Music focus? Yeah. Like on some off the record shit? Yeah, like I I would want it to be like some hmm, I don't know. Maybe some R and B neo soul type shit. Okay. Niggas got on koofies in that motherfucker. Would you like the nappy root the nappy roots in the ground? I feel like I feel like I steal some shit out of like Bruno Mars bag. It might be like that that. 70s, 80 kind of aesthetic. It'd be dope to have like mm. a little conversation pit in there, make it real comfortable, real plush. Mm. Damn, we said yeah. a conversation pit. Yeah. Mm. Fam, I actually went to that. Uh, I went to see Silk Sonic last year or the year before, and they had a speakeasy after the show that, like, occasionally on some nights, Anderson Pac will be DJing and Bruno will be in there. They weren't in there the night that I was, but that vibe you mentioned it is exactly like. They, they have that, and it, and it was a dope. It was a dope bar. Like it was a dope little vibe they had in there. Yeah, yeah imagine the lives you can get off in the conversation pit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it right now. Yeah, I would have an innocent fetish uh, bar. Like it, it can't get you can't get explicit. It got to be innocent fetishes. Like, like so, if you like like feet or some shit, you know, nice love 
nice little innocent fetish. You can't get dark. So you would have though. like you would have like open toe sandal night for like all the people with feet fetish. So everybody, kind yeah, of sick, yeah. <laughs> brace brace night. Everybody with braces half off drinks. <laughs> hey, this this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole bunch of niggas after the sandals. Oh shit. Yeah, the chubby chubby night, like for niggas uh or women that post those uh it's big nigga season memes. Anybody that posts that get a get a free drink. <laughs> this is a nasty bar. Hey man, I'm just letting you know, man. Let's let's get creative out here, but but shit, man. Let's get let's get into it, man. Uh unless y'all got something else y'all want to talk about. Let's get into these topics. Let's do it. I'm with it. A lot of shit to talk about this week. Um Netflix, man. Netflix are out. They raising their prices, but that, they not raising their content. Um, we got to start with that Mia Cooper, bro. <laughs> Tyler Perry need his Final Cut Pro taken away, bro. I'm sick of that nigga, bro. That shit was awful, bro. <laughs> all, right, all right. So, so I want to add. I wanted to be able to ask y'all: Is it bad? Like it's a watch. Like is it comically bad? Where it'll be a good high watch or good just you're looking for last, or is it just all around bad? That shit was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, it's it, like you may laugh at some shit because it it is unhinged and it is absurd, and there are truly points where it's like it's clear Tyler Perry wrote this movie, but like the script, just the randomness that starts happening. It's 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 bad. Yeah, I'm trying to say stuff without giving away the movie because I'm pretty sure people still want to watch the movie. Um, I, and now it sucks because now I have certain shit that I can't say on the pod, but I feel like this was Tyler Perry's way of doing something. That I'm not gonna say, but y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> it was his way of seeing something. Okay, I give it. You think that? Right. Wait, 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 wait! But I don't know what okay. side you coming from. I don't know. Right. Uh, pause. So, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Look at my face. <laughs> okay, okay. So now I'm getting. I feel like everybody who was gonna see this movie saw it already. Apparently, again, they got the 18 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is terrible. Um, it, this this shit as a whole, he had some random freak scenes that weren't necessary. They were they were tussling on canvas and paint and didn't make a single painting. Like, what's the point of that? <laughs> this dude had a random sex dungeon in his parking garage apartment basement. Yeah, it it didn't make sense, and it I. It was to the point where I thought what's the name was a actually halfway decent actor, Trevante Rhodes. I thought he was a halfway decent actor. He is horrible in this. Like it's like Tyler Perry was just like, "Hey, be sexy," and then didn't give him no other lines. <laughs> That's all, a, he was, yeah. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say all his statements and words were like questions or riddles or like three or four <laughs> three or four statements like he he was ignoring every this nigga was on trial for murder and they said he they sound bone fragments in the paintings blood set through the walls or through the floors into another person's apartment and he turned around and said take this brush what color do you feel 
<laughs> and then he was like, you find me attractive. Why won't you admit it? I want a new lawyer. Like, nigga, you are going to jail. <laughs> what? And you lawyer right lawyer. now? None of this shit made sense. He invited her uh, on his motorcycle, and she was like, no, I got a skirt on. He's like, hack that shit up. I was like, bro, that's your lawyer, bro. What's going on, man? <laughs> but that's a good... It's, it's a good point you made. Like, do you think uh, writing has more effect on acting ability more than we think? Because is because I feel I haven't watched much from uh, Travante, but I would if you asked me before this movie, I would probably say he's he's an I actor. But can the writing be so bad that you just look like one of the worst actors in the world? A hundred percent. And I think it was it it might have been who his character was supposed to be because they tried to make him into some like artsy, mysterious, freaky sexual being, uh dominatrix. They just tried to make him too many things. So he was trying to be like mysterious with his delivery. And the script in itself wasn't any better. The writing was terrible, but his him and how he was trying to deliver it didn't help at all. So if you thought he was like a decent actor, you would have saw this and thought like he's terrible. <laughs> oh, bro, <laughs> was the quality of the movie at least good? Like, would y'all say no. that it was it was it was a no. bad quality movie? Okay, you you know okay. you if you've seen a Tyler Perry movie or film, you know how Tyler Perry shoots his movies or his film. It, it was mm-hmm. shot in that same bullshit, low budget, got it type of approach. My, my thing is, I've seen good Tyler Perry movies. Why did I get married? It's a good movie. Like why did I even why did I get married too? Is a good movie. This is some bullshit. Like this is some shit that makes me think like this nigga should be banned in like states like some on some Trump shit from making movies ever again, bro. God, damn. I mean, shit. People been feeling like this for a minute. He hasn't had. I mean, I I do like the why did I get married movies. I'm trying to think since then what has he had that's just that has even been okay. Some people were saying family that prays to some shit. I don't, I don't know what the movie's called. No, I never watched that. The only that thing about was this it. movie was that Tyler Perry didn't try to put himself in it. He'd probably be trying to. Nah, never mind. Hey, hey, how was how was how was Kelly Rowland's acting? It was okay to a certain point. When she was in a DR, that's when I had enough. Oh, my. <laughs> when Shorty pulled up on her and then she pushed her over, bro, I was like, hey, fam, this is horrible, dog. <laughs> yeah, and it, I think the worst actor in there was uh, was her husband, her husband in that shit, bro. <laughs> that was the worst. When he found out what he found out in the movie and that nigga started spazzing like a, bro. It's it, terrible. Was, it was weird because you know how like in, in movies pairings are important from the initial start. Like it was Kelly Rowland. Her sister-in-law was uh, Shannon, Shannon Thornton. Thornton. And yes, their husbands were like some weird, I don't want to say weird, but you couldn't tell if they were like Middle Eastern or what, but they, you couldn't tell they were black and they were supposed to be mixed with a fully white mom. I can't even say what I want to say without ruining the movie, but that didn't make sense either, bro. It had nothing to do with nothing, bro. (laughs) I would say watch it because it's funny to watch, but it's a horrible movie, bro. It's terrible. Um, 
And um, I mean, the best thing about this movie is you see Kelly got one of them scenes, but he don't even give us what we want on there. Mm. Damn. That's disappointing. See that? What's the point of watching? That's what I'm saying. So I I legit uh I rated it on uh, my letterbox. I gave that shit a 1.5, bro, out of 10. And the average rating is a two. So that should tell you all you need to know about that movie. Get help, Tyler. Get help. Watch number two come out. It's gonna be a Madea crossover or some shit, bro. Because don't you have an eight like an eight deal movie contract with Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that's the most frustrating part is he's so powerful and he 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 has so many deals. It just seems like he keep feeding us some, some mediocre BS. And I'm like, you have you are such a powerful position where you could put great black writers in a great position and you choose to be stingy and just save all your money and just write all your shit yourself or use AI to write it. I don't know how you're doing it, but it, but it's it's almost like can you blame him? If yes. He's making money so easy. He's making like it's so easy for him. He's he's cranking out bullshit and people are gonna continue to watch it. He has a fan base that's gonna watch whatever he throws out. At this point, what you know what I'm saying? I I can understand why he would do it. Just get richer and richer and richer off bullshit that, that takes nothing to write. If this yeah. was BT, it would be fine, but this is crazy for Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, I'm I'm wondering how they feel about this reaction, because I'm not seeing any positive reviews, except for, like, old mamas and aunties and shit. Like, that's just gonna watch anything. But, but it's like, does Netflix care about reviews? They care about watches. They care about people watching the shit. And that's, that's a good it, point. it did what it accomplished. Yeah, a that's lot a good of point. people watching that shit, so... they like, hey, man, keep giving us that bullshit. It could be the worst movie in the world. As long as you get the niggas to watch, <laughs> we good. Do you guys also think it's this bad because it is behind the Netflix brand versus if it was BT? Like, like you know what I'm saying? If are, are we viewing this differently if it was on BET? Like, we'd be like, oh, that's a, that's what we that's the expectation. Or because it's Netflix, it, there's a higher expectation for what the you know what I'm saying what what the product is. I think it's bad regardless. I wouldn't know. Okay. Looked at it any differently? It it was just that bad. The writing in the script was that absurd. Where it's like it's just not cohesive. He was just throwing mm. in random shit in there just because. Like it, he, he got a sick ass brain. He might be the R. <laughs> Kelly of up the, the, the film. Hey, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you can't do that. Like niggas not fucking in paint, bro. Like I'm sorry, bro. That, when is that happening? <laughs> you know what kind of infections you gonna get, bro. <laughs> that is sick. <laughs> that is that is really sick. Oh, man. so hey. Prayers for uh, TP, man. Yeah, uh, speaking of Netflix, we also had uh, what else did we Yeah, uh, We had a doc, uh, Lover, Stalker, Killer. Um, Everybody watch that? I did. Man, that, that motherfucker was a joker in that motherfucker, bro. <laughs> I don't never want to run across a thing like that, bro. <laughs> uh, that shit threw me off. I did not see that twist coming. And I was over there. I was calling the other chick all types of shit. <laughs> I have to take that off back. I guess like, oh. um, right, so. For some of the context, Love and Stalker Killer is about this dude who gets a divorce. His ex-wife moves to Omaha, Nebraska. He's like, I want to be close to my kids. 
He moves there too, gets him a little apartment. Of course, he's like, you know, I'm single now. I kind of want to live it up. He's like 35. So he jumps on plenty of fish. Um, links with this one chick named Liz. They dabble for a little bit. It, it couldn't have been more than what, like two, three weeks? Then he's at his job. He comes across this other chick named Carrie. He's fucking with her. He finds her on plenty of fish. They start fucking around for like two weeks. At one point, they cross paths at hit apartment because the Liz chick shows up. Then shortly after that, the, the Carrie chick from who showed up at his job, she disappears. And all of a sudden, she's sending him threatening messages. And this goes on for four years. Yeah, this this is the craziest shit I've, I've like. I, I know that women get crazy too, but this lady was insane, dog. I'm not gonna spoil it because I'm sure some people want to want to watch it, and I want them to you know have a, a genuine white viewing experience of that. But this was this was nuts. Yeah, I I, su- I suggest everybody to watch it. This was one of those docs. We every every like you know couple of. Months, even years, we get one of those. This was definitely up there. I appreciated this one. You, it was crazy when they couldn't find her for so long. I, I, I couldn't really get an understanding of like why until they said why. But oh, that, that, it must it be it's something about them small towns, man. There's no way that it, this had to be a small town problem because the fact that they didn't think to like trace any texts or any of that for three years is absurd. Fam was dedicated, bro. He he had cancer. Remember, they said he was gonna have to get brain surgery. He's like, nah, I'm solving this case, bro. Fuck, fuck brain surgery. <laughs> I was like, God damn, this is dedicated. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was. Ugh. I think at that point, all right. So if y'all were dude, right? Because there was that time period where he like got away from the crazy chick. He thought he was in the clear. I think he said he moved. He decided to get back onto the app or back on the plenty of fish and tried to set up a little connect and was sitting at some diner for hours on hours thinking the girl was going to show up. And it was the crazy stalker. Bro, that scared me, dog. <laughs> when she was like, this is scary. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> would y'all have just stayed off the apps or would do you understand him like feeling like I got to get back out there? Because if you were stalked for two years, wouldn't you think I'm not going to get back out here? Mm, he he was living in a small town, bro. I ain't shit to do but work and get flour. So he wanted to. I would I would have moved and quit my job ASAP. He was chilling for a good minute. I'm moving, and I'm not moving somewhere close. I'm moving far away. Then I'll think about getting on apps. Yeah. The whole thing was crazy because when it first started, he he was like retelling the story. And I was like, I'm sure Shorty wouldn't want her story retold. Like, he was like, yeah, we went out the first night and I clapped cheeks. And I was like, oh, I'm sure she wouldn't want this story told like this, bro. But mm. that shit crazy. And I'm sure he was happy to tell that story because, you know, you looked at it like you got some fire if uh, you making women do all that shit. He must have went crazy. Who I don't know, man. But what he just was found with, like, the two most mentally ill women in the state. <laughs> I don't know. It's love, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. I oh, love is blind. Okay, let's let's address this. Wow. Okay, okay. I'm 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 gonna put it out there. I'm only on episode six. I finished episode six. I haven't gone past that. No, okay. we ain't get to the new ones. You ain't get to the new ones. Right, no, so I ain't get to. The new ones. I ain't gonna spoil nothing. 
but I will say <laughs> this is the most sus season of uh, Love is Blind I've ever seen in my life. Uh, sus? This is a sus season, bro. If you look know. on TikTok, it's about three, three or four contestants that they saying is borderline. Damn. Wait, that's what you that's what your algorithm saw? I, I, I saw the relationship portion. I saw they they did a bad job of like background checks and casting. I saw that too, but I saw uh I saw something about Ken. I saw something about Clay. Oh yeah. I saw something about uh there was another person that wasn't like one of the main ones. Who the fuck is Ken? Is that the black nigga? Or the black yeah, guy? that's the, the black nigga with the braids. Oh, the principal has nigga? Oh, I can't do yeah. that. <laughs> and that, it ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. It ain't nothing wrong with that. So let me not frame it like it's something wrong with that, but I'm just like, what's going on with the is. show? Yeah, if you're not keeping it real, it's wrong. But I, I don't know if he didn't keep it real or not, because he you, you could like both, and maybe it's something he said in the, I feel like they would have televised that, but well, just shooting. You know he didn't like her. Take he that. No cheating allegations too. Mm-hmm. Who? Clay. Oh, I can see that. Because he, he, when he was on a vacation, he was. I, it was funny because he was sitting there, and all of a sudden he got a deep thought. And he was like, "Man, I just don't want to cheat on you." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that nigga. Like, he'd be up front though. He'd be like, yo, I'm a little fucked up. I ain't gonna go Nah, it was crazy when he was like, shit, my dad cheated. He took me on a cheat missions. I was like, oh, God. Oh. Yeah, the cheating trips is crazy. He was like, he took me on the cheating trips. I was like, what? Wait, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. His dad would take him on vacation. And he would tell him that he's fucking other chicks? Well, he would see it. No, he, not not even on vacation. Like I guess in their town, like if his dad was going to cheat, like he would have him in the back seat, like we going over here, and then he would go cheat, and then they would leave. Oh, so he was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, that's man, that ain't right. Yeah, you got to face your moms knowing that your dad out here wilding. He kept right. saying, "My dad is a suave guy. My dad's such a ladies' man. He may try to take." <laughs> he was saying some weird shit. But how do you feel? Do, does that affect your view viewpoint of your dad just as a person? Hell yeah. That nigga taking me with him to go cheat, nigga? <laughs> what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah. You couldn't find no other time to do this shit without involving me? Like, come on, yeah. man. If, especially if it's like when you don't know what's going on, like, it's it may not be as harmful, but once you realize what's going on, like, now it's like you're obligated to hold this secret in for the both of y'all. <laughs> Cause you may know what's going. You can't go home and be like, "Hey, mom, this is what we was doing. Dad took us to Regina House, and he had me watching Tiny Tunes while he was in the back clapping." <laughs> oh my god! You gotta start lying too. God damn, bro! And it's not right. That, that's some world fucked up shit to do. One of the interesting things about Love is Blind right now, with it being uh, filmed in Charlotte, there's a lot of people that, you know, by six degrees of separation within my orbit, know that, you know, they done met Clay here, done seen AD out or or in some sort of uh, some sort of class with uh, one of the white girls. But what was interesting, though, it's crazy how close I was to it. The other last week when it premiered or two weeks ago, whenever it premiered. (laughs) 
at my apartment complex, I went upstairs to the roof to go chill. Bro, they had the, the there was a reservation. Somebody had it booked, everything like that. Come to find out the cast of Love is Bond was literally watching, like they was watching the show. I had no idea who they were because, you know, I hadn't seen the whatever, but I was literally sitting basically with all of them up there unknowingly. So it's just kind of crazy how the, everybody's being touched in some way here with it being based in Charlotte. It's, just, it's wild, man. I'm hearing, I'm hearing some <laughs> stories behind the scenes. It's, it's crazy. crazy. You might hear some crying. Uh, you might hear Chelsea crying like through the walls because it's, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's about to happen. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I wish Dona had seen all of it so we could have talked about uh, that conversation her and Jimmy had in that kitchen. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that was so fucked up. <laughs> Well, since we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, fuck. We, it's, not, it's not a game changer. They had a conversation in the kitchen, and Jimmy must have called her clingy. He was like, yeah, you just seem kind of clingy all the time. She was like, "I'm how am I clingy? I came in. I made you dinner. We wouldn't have sex. He was like, I mean, you initiated it. He was like, I mean, I kind of ain't want that either. <laughs> Damn. The way he said that you're so fucked up. Well, since we on that, though. <laughs> I know yeah. she was. I know that's a. Bro. She was crying. She was crying <laughs> early. I was like, "Oh yeah, this ain't gonna work out." Yeah, it got it got real. Uh, like I said, it's, it's just a horrible idea. Like it works out for some people. Like I think what, like three or four couples still married and got kids and shit like that. But it, it takes a lot for you to maintain that, bro. Like, and I think I think about it. Like the weirdest couples are still married. Like Bliss and uh, Bliss and her her nigga. Uh, well, what's the name is kind of cool. The first, the black girl and uh, the black woman and uh, the white dude. Yeah, they kind of. Yeah, I do. I think about it too. Like, you can't really go on this with like real expectations because, like, you gotta be. I don't want to say sick in the mind. You gotta be like a different type of individual to even go on this show. So you gotta assume like it's gonna be some red flags, some screws loose to be like, all right, this is where I really think I'm about to like. To find somebody. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, we're gonna let niggas catch up. Uh and we're gonna have a convo when the shit ends. Uh where we going from here? Oh, Cam Newton got jumped, man. I don't know if you could really even say jumped, man. Uh Cam Newton had a seven oh seven tournament in his hometown of Atlanta, Georgia, uh this weekend. And apparently he was trying to stop a fight at first. And then it looked like they started trying to jump him. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, that's what it looked like from the extended footage that I saw. Uh, yeah, but he was not going. Like, I don't know what – you know how big Cam is, bro? <laughs> Niggas think Cam is small, bro. Cam, like, maybe six three, six four. Got to be above 250. <laughs> you can't be Cam-ass, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, ain't messing, I ain't messing with Cam, man. So, who, who are yeah. the people that jumped him? Um, at first everybody thought it was like some kids, but uh, they brought up a video of the the one dude saying like, "Uh, we about to whoop uh y'all beloved non throwing quarterback ass in the in the game." Not they like saying they was about to jump him, but that's one of the dudes who they they pointed out was trying to uh jump him, and he was just getting flung all over the place. Uh yeah, so Cam he did the best thing you can do when you get jumped. It's like threw niggas off of him, and he did not get really touched like that. So, yeah, one dude in the headlock. He threw another dude, pushed off another one. 
you got you got to be intentional and have a plan about who you jump. You just can't try <laughs> to jump somebody and then turn into a free for all. Because once you look bad, y'all all gonna look bad. Imagine I know all them dudes probably got an old lady, and then once they saw them, they are now single. They gonna end up on Love Is Blind. <laughs> nah, real talk. Like when niggas fail a jumping, niggas remember that forever. Like we had some jump, some failed jumpers in our in our lifetime. We were we gonna remember that until we die, bro. Because if you can't jump a nigga, <laughs> what are you doing with your life, bro? It's like three of y'all at least. So, yeah, somebody could at least knock the hat off his head. You know how Cam, <laughs> uh, how Cam be having the hats with no top so he can have his dreads out? Yeah. That ain't smooth. If anything, it gets I mean, out. I mean, with the dreads in there, it makes it harder. You really got to get some uh, force <laughs> to knock that shit off. Yeah. You almost got to uppercut the hat. How did Charlotte feel uh, about this jumping, uh, Tom? I know that's a hometown uh, hero. He, yeah, no, nah, man, he's not, he's not the whole time hero, but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it, bro, it's just it's just crazy because it really is just like, do we blame social media for the outward disrespect that people feel like they can go at Cam? Like, what what is it like? What is it about Cam that makes people feel so openly okay with just feeling like they can disrespect, bro? Like, is it is it social media or is it him, like or is or is it him? Part of it is his text font. I know that. For sure. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shannon asked the same question. Shannon Sharp uh, asked the same question. He was like, you wouldn't see this at a Drew Brees camp. You wouldn't see this at a Tom Brady camp because they have respect for those players. Why don't we have the same respect for our players, leaders, whatever you want to call them? Uh, because, I mean, this has happened at a camp event before. It hasn't come to, like, this, mm-hmm. but he's gotten into it with a kid before at, at one of his camps. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if this is a camp thing or this is a, a, a black community thing or what, what, what do y'all feel like it could be? I feel like it's a generation thing. Like quarterbacks before in this, in the last five years or so, I guess you could say we've started to see more athletes who were out of the league before you could say you would have anticipated or expected them to be out of the league. Mm-hmm. With and that along with social media, I think is changing the way that people are are viewing them. Like when KM didn't work in New England, everybody was like, "You're a bust, you trash," as if he didn't do all these previously other great things before that. So it shifts and changes, I guess, the viewpoint people have of him and other athletes as well who were out of the league sooner than you would have expected because of now the league is like disposing of players a little bit earlier than they were before. So instead of having those moments to like really ride your career out, leave on your own terms, even if you don't leave necessarily on a high note, you still have that respect that's like attached to your name that comes with the accomplishments. I mean, he's an MVP, went to the Super Bowl, multiple Pro Bowls, like all of that. But now once you're in the league one day and the next you on the street and now you're trying to do podcasts, you're doing all these weird things, they're going to look at you kind of like you're a loser. Okay, that's a good explanation. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh Part of me wonders if this will happen at a Russell Wilson camp. Like, a nigga's going to jump Russ? No, I, I don't know. So part of me thinks, like, Cam really got to chill with the kids, too. Like, you can't talk to the kids like they're going to talk to you because then you you making them feel like you on a level, like you a child. When they should have kids, right? No, those weren't kids, but I'm just saying just in general, like the way that like some of these people be acting in 707. Uh, 
that ha- it has to be a line of respect that has to be established there. Like um, the way children talk to adults and shit like that, man. Because if I, if my parents saw a video of me talking to Cam like that or some shit, bro, I'd be beat. I'd still be getting beat. So I think that's that got to be established just in general with not just athletes, not just leaders, just adults in, in general. So if it were you guys, do you think Cam should still uh, do the camp? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You don't let Honestly, that. I would stop. say first, Russell Wilson probably do need to stage something like this. If you, if we got to see Russell Wilson like a fight off of jumping, people will probably respect him and look at him a little bit different. <laughs> I'm just gonna be real. We need to see him throw a couple hands. We don't think Russell Wilson can fight. Uh, I don't think he can pull that off, bro. I don't think he's that good of an actor to pull off. <laughs> I feel like he'd be saying like sound effects like Batman, like kapow. <laughs> He'd be making his own little sound effects and shit. Nah, Russell, Russell's definitely going yellow. I don't, I don't want to do this. Don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. Corinthians. In that moment, Russell Wilson would definitely think he's David versus Goliath. Um, <laughs> yeah. A rock, a rock in a slingshot. Um, but are we are are the millennial parents somewhat of the problem with these type of things that keep occurring? Because like, aren't I'm assuming, I, 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 but it's like if they if these seven on seven tournaments are for the kids, those are somewhat of of like the millennials' kids. Um, and I know people talk about like gentle parenting and parenting different and doing these type of things, but it does seem to be like it's a general consensus that kids are a little bit more disrespectful these days. Is are are we part of the problem? it's always tough because the gentle parenting, I I do believe that gentle parenting comes with a price. Um, If you're too gentle, I just think gentle in general, you feel like you have never felt the consequences of what your mouth, what comes out your mouth. Like you, you ever, y'all all heard the thing like this nigga has never been punched in the mouth. Like a nigga that just talks like academics. Academics has never been punched in the mouth from some of the shit he says. I think the same thing with like parenting. Like sometimes you have to, hey, bro, the disrespect has crossed a line. So you got to feel it on your behind. So so you feel like there's no, you, you have to put hands on your kids eventually. At some point. At some point you have to. Okay. If it gets, I mean, some kids never cross that line of like total disrespect. And that's very rare, but you might get that. So you might not have to put hands on them. But a lot of kids do toe or cross that line. No, that's true. So, I, yeah, I, I feel like I kind of feel the same way. I, I was, st- I would stay away from putting hands on them. But if it if it gets to a point where I feel like uh, it's necessary, all right. Maybe. If your kid jumped Cam Newton, you you whooping him. I would need to know the whole story. I would need to know the whole story. Do you I, whoop them or do you put them in an environment to get whooped? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you get them jumped in the blunts? Fight club or some shit? <laughs> hey, little nigga. Like, if your kid wants to, like, try to, try to fight and be aggressive, do you put them in, like, a boxing class to let them get, like, real hands put on them, like, in a, in a safe way? To be like you to show them like you not really like that. 
course, that's an insane way. <laughs> Strategically whoop my kid's ass? I don't know if I could do that. At least I can control the, the belt. I can control what I need to calm down. Yeah, I can't throw this nigga. <laughs> Give my kid CTE and shit. Like, no, I'm good. I yeah, trust nah, that. I can't. Like I said, it don't have to be no insane shit. It could be like a couple of love taps. Like, hey, nigga, calm, well, punch in the chest or some shit. Like, hey. Right. Remember, remember what it is when you punch somebody in the chest. <laughs> well, I'm not about to hit him on his ass. Like, no. Especially once you get to a certain age, like it don't hurt no more. Like you gotta hit him like he gonna get in the streets. So I don't know. It's it's always hard because then you gotta you gotta deal with the gender thing too. Like we're not just talking about men. We talking about women, and I don't want to put my hands on a woman. Yeah, that's not where the boxer rent come in. <laughs> Get a good one against Ronda Rousey Jr. Shit. <laughs> Go get you a 30 second fade. She get a flying knee. <laughs> oh, oh, hell no. Yo, they, they have a nigga like me jumping them ropes myself. No, <laughs> I say I never do this, but. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah. Uh, pray for the kids, man. Pray for the camp. Uh, what's going on in MLB? Uh, it's two things. First, those those uniform issues. Have y'all seen them? Yeah, the way they made the uh, the words smaller. Yeah, so the, the NFL or the MLB, Nike's are producing the jerseys. They outsourced the fanatics. They made some changes on the back, so they look a little like low budget. But the worst part is the pants are supposed to be lighter, but now they're like see through. Um, which is gonna be troubling for thick ones. Like, come on, excuse me, come on. I thought that's where we were going there, but continue. My bad. <laughs> I was just gonna say it was gonna be bad for like rainy games. Like, it's you can see like the pants tucked into like or the jerseys tucked into the pants. Mm-hmm. Um. And like some of these spring training shots, so like this is just like it doesn't look crazy until I don't know why this was like a thing. There were like some pictures from spring spring training where it's like you could s- clearly see like balls, <laughs> ass and balls is the best way to put it. No, it it's it was nuts. Um, that's like the light part. But did y'all also see Alex Rodriguez recently? Bruh, <laughs> that I did see. <laughs> Ain't no tanning bed make you that tan, bro. What's going on with him? Uh, they calling him reverse Sammy Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I ain't never going to be mad at somebody showing up too black. Now, it's, it, when it's in reverse, uh, I, I'm, I got a problem with that. But if you want to embrace your black side, hey, go, do, go ahead and do your thing, bro. Uh, is that embracing his black side? He he looked Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> Like a villain in 300, bro. Then <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said, Hey, yo, I just fell asleep in the sun. <laughs> That's what happened. Get that bullshit out of here. 12 hours? I'm Dominican. I, I went on vacation. I fell asleep in the sun. He looks dirty. Like, he looks like you need like a wet towel, like rub on his forehead. Like, so come on. It looks like blackface. Oh shit! It does look crazy. Oh man, yeah. I don't know how you even obtain that level of tan, bro. That shit is crazy. 
Hey, shout out A Rod though, underrated legend. That nigga like Big Poppy. Yeah. Who A Rod married to now? Mm. I think he's still single after the J Lo shit, right? It might be. Talk about a PR cover up. Her name is Cynthia Scrutus. They've been married since 2008. What? What? What, uh, what race is she? She is Caucasian. Yeah. That, that can't be right. She like, married no since way. 2008. He was with J Lo like two years ago, wasn't it? Oh no, you're correct. It ended. It ended in 2008. Apologies. Their marriage ended in 2008. Since then, he been on the streets. Hey, doing it right. I respect A-Rod. Hey, he got millions. Niggas saying uh, Sergi Baki got off the league at the right time. All right. Uh, what's his next topic? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I seen this Omale, uh concert for the shit. Yeah. I had no clue who that was, and I was kind of confused if I knew if I needed to, but I did not. I know you know on my late man. He got some hits. He got that shit with uh, Naomi Sharon. He got a uh, what's that shit? Drunk that bottle of Hennessy. I don't know the name, uh, but yeah, he, he got hits. Y'all niggas need to fuck with his discography. Uh, but yeah, he uh, Afrobeats artist. Um, he had a concert. I don't know what city it was in. Um, in London. Okay, it was on Monday. So, so it was a couple in the crowd that I guess Omale called the the dude's girlfriend up to the stage, and the shit that I saw on screen after that was was vile, bro. Like, I'm. How would y'all react if y'all girl got called on stage? Y'all cool with it? If it's their favorite artist, who's their favorite artist? I mean, that's for y'all to answer. That's a big. I've, the favorite, the I favorite artist would. part is is really important. I would. I, 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 <laughs> Are I you saying no if they more sexy? If, if if they're like a if they got bad character, if I don't trust the character, like, yeah, <laughs> you you know some you know some niggas that you ain't letting up. Yeah. There. Tony, you look like you got like, something on your heart. <laughs> I'm saying, I was just thinking, bro, because from a rap perspective, <laughs> my girl like Drake, and I don't know if I don't know if that man's a train, that man's a trained assassin. He's a trained, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I ain't trusting Jersey. Hell no. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Drake the type, Drake the type to do some petty shit. Tell me, I see you in the 200 section. I'm going to give your man a thousand dollars for the next show. <laughs> <laughs> I killed that nigga. <laughs> Like, like he the type to do some six, but if it's like yeah. at the Usher show, then it's like it's cool. But it's certain like rappers or like artists is like, what are we doing? Rob Forty Nine, you not letting them get get the, the stage oh, pass? Oh no, that would be that, that's no. absurd. What's that, baby? Hey, bring, bring it down, bring shut it down, <laughs> bring shut it down. See, it's like oh hell. <laughs> but even even the way that this happened so they were in the crowd I guess he does this at every show he points out and tells somebody to come on stage pointed at Shorty and the moment he pointed like she just started like side scooting away from this nigga and was like eager for security like to lift her over the barricade which is I'm sure that's a red flag um, but the whole experience was like they went behind a backdrop 
they put like a spotlight on him. You can see him like bumping and grinding. He was pulling on her hair. And then the whole audience just got their camera on the boyfriend, just sit, sitting there looking sick. Darn, I don't that, know how you got there, but you ain't leaving with me. That that whole whatever took place on stage, it made me feel like that shit was fake. Because they was wild. Like at, at first, I was thinking, all right, maybe they switched out a girl and put a random girl there, because there's no way. There's no way in hell. <laughs> I can even picture just Letting my girl go up there and do the shit that she did. The show was ending, bro. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm getting through that barricade and I'm ending this show. That shit is not happening. No, nah, you got to yeah. be careful. Because if you if you try to jump over and now you get maced and you pinned down, <laughs> it's, it's even worse for you. That's the worst do you thing got, Do you guys view it differently if the roles were reversed? If you was getting called up by like Beyonce, you know, something like that. Do, do we, does, does your thoughts change in that perspective? Yes, 100%. Because I'm not, because if that shit happens, Beyonce, all them, they're not doing, they're not letting me go crazy. They're not letting me pull their hair and, and bend them over. <laughs> There's no way that's happening. Anything yeah. I'm allowed to do, my hands might be tied up or some shit. I'm not allowed to touch them. It's, it's going to be it's, like that Andy Jackson shit where she had to do it on the stage, but he was like pinned to the cross and he was just like kicking his feet. Yeah. yeah, or even when um, who did it recently? It might have been Tiana Taylor, and like mm-hmm. her, it was like a year and a half ago when she had people come up, like they had their hands grabbed when they were sitting in the chair. Like you can't get real handsy as a male. It's only the male artists who get real handsy and start trying to freak off on the, on on the women in the audience. Yeah, th- that shit was ridiculous, bro. Like I'm looking at some of these pictures, and Shorty was like. Shadow doing fellatio shit. I'm like, oh my god! And I, you can't tell your woman what they can and cannot do. You can't control them. Sometimes you can. <laughs> All right, I. <laughs> Sometimes you can. You can say I ain't, I ain't okay with this. And if you're going to do this, just know a nigga like me. I, she she's finding her own rod home. And, and I'd fuck around and take her friends home too. I'd be like, hey, 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 girls, I got y'all. <laughs> I'll drop y'all off. She though, she gonna have to find another way home. She better hey, tell hey. my later, drop her off. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's crazy. Apparently, yeah. she the, the woman put out an apology video type of thing. Well, this is how fast social media works. After the show, apparently, dude had linked with Kai Sinat on the stream to help him find a new girlfriend. Um Kai blessed him with 20 bands. Absolutely. The new girl he found, good luck to him. Uh, but you're up 20, so salute. Yeah, yeah. Which was crazy. Um, because after that, I guess Sir had tweeted Kai about it with the reaction that got the internet in the stir. Um, he must have tweeted Kai that Kai a real one. He got a he got a nigga whole new bitch on Twitch on Twitch. And that's what his female fans or fans in general got upset. Why? I wasn't sure. I mean, I guess I do understand why. But he had to put out an apology that said, let me start by saying I hear everyone. I'm sincerely sorry. Women deserve respect and I see using bitch doesn't do that. Please accept my apology and allow for this teaching. Moment. I, I was I was wondering, I was like, why is this dude apologizing for saying bitch? Like, what the who got on his ass? <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to say 
saying the word bitch was a teaching moment. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this this is where being a neo soul type nigga hurts you because then niggas expect more from you and don't expect you to use the word bitch. Like if he was a disrespectful ass nigga, think like Chris Brown, he can say get a new bitch and nobody nobody cares. Yeah, I feel like we've heard Sir sing bitch. I'm pretty sure he has. I wouldn't even judge him if he did. Yeah, this is one. Like I said, this is an expectation thing. And if you've heard his music, you should know he talks like this. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand what makes him seem like a guy that doesn't use the word bitch from time to time. I think you dark skin got your ass niggas just think you fucking Neo Soul or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> they just think you just make fucking Neo Soul tools or some shit, bro. That they want his crazy. ass talking about you 37 and it's a teaching moment. <laughs> you said, I don't even know why you apologize, dog. Yeah. That's the most suckish. Come on, dog. You, you, you could have let that shit breeze over. Nobody's going to care about that two hours from after you said it. That but yeah, Shorty put out that apology video. Apparently, she said they had a conversation beforehand because that was her favorite artist. Uh, I'm assuming this conversation, he didn't envision what she would perform or how she would perform in the moment. That was crazy. This was like this was like Johnny Manziel versus Alabama. She got she took a moment and ran with it. it, it I'm, I'm trying to think if you can blame her. I'm, I'm scouring Sir lyrics to see if he's used "bitch" in any of his <laughs> any of his songs, <laughs> so we can we, so we can put this to rest. <laughs> Don't you yeah. see if you can blame her for blacking out in her moment? Yeah, because it's like if uh, if you do get that opportunity with your favorite, All right, how long do we know? How long they've been together? A year. I don't think it matters. Oh, okay. A year? Mm-hmm. Exactly one year? Yeah, she said a year. I'm a, all right, I'll, I'll say it. You got to be careful in those situations because unless you know you are the baddest chick in the room, you need to go up on that stage knowing what you have to lose more than what you have to gain. Yeah, you can wild out. You can have your moment to grind on your favorite artist. But you, if you're going to black out and like go crazy, you need to have some understanding or know you hoping like to end up on a bus and at least end up for like the next two stops on the tour because that's as far as it's gonna get. He's not about to wife you. So if you got somebody in the audience that's already doing that, you gotta like you gotta put a little respect on. And that's where I'm kind of I'm changing my stance a little and putting a little bit of blame on him because if your girl says her favorite artist is this guy who I barely even know like that, that's a red flag. Because he's low key not he's not hard to obtain, as we can see. All it took was just sitting up front row when she got up there. So if the, if that's her favorite artist, and he's I'm, he ain't really where would y'all put him like D lister in music? Uh, Nigeria, he he way higher in Nigeria, but out here I would say C maybe. He's a good artist. You gotta be careful with that shit because they're they're not too far off from you know the distance is not that far off. So I wouldn't even let that happen. No, you you ain't going up there. You could be mad at me later. But I just sent a uh, link in the group. Like, look at them screenshots, bro. Like, 
I'm cool with a lot of shit, but if my girl has screenshots like this, absolutely not, bro. No. She was she was wilding. That head, that that fellatio screenshot is enough to make me just say fuck on this. Straight up, man. I'm walking out. It is worse that everybody in the audience just has their camera mostly on him. Having to having to hold in the throw up when you want to just throw up. Kind of not everybody built to be that composed. Let me see what she looks like. Mm, Okay, I do my googles after this. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, you got to be strong out here, dog. It's 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 a wild world out here, man. Um. Mm-mm-mm. Speaking of concerts, man, Gen Z drinking less at concerts now. What we hear this at? Um, where did I hear this at? Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's it can easily be offset because you know they on that dope and that dog food, but um, <laughs> they really, I mean, they are geeked up on the drugs more. So that's it. I, I did see an article um that just said that they're drinking about like twenty five percent less um than the older generations and this is i think some of it has to do with like the capacity of the venues um and ticket prices are going up but also it costs a lot to drink yeah i was about to say uh, i think that's the main said, thing 28 uh, percent of college students of uh 18 to 22 abstain from drinking alcohol in 2018 uh compared to 02 okay that's not much of anything but yeah i mean we know these kids now they are more drugs than they are drinking so i guess that makes sense Wait, is this that like just drinking in general or drinking at concerts? Because I'll just get like hella fucked up before the concert. Well, this yeah, this was at concerts specifically. Oh yeah, well, but we it was know also flagged is. because it's uh, I guess it's also impacting like the smaller venues because if they're not getting like alcohol beverage sales, then they're not bringing in as much revenue. Yeah, I don't feel bad for them at all. That blackout culture, their pregame culture is real. Hell yeah. I, I fuck around a pregame right now, and I got money to buy drinks at the concert. Yeah, no, that's like, that's a, that's a standard. Yeah, one of the things, all right, so one of the quotes was, uh, one of the big trends, they're saying Gen Z doesn't drink as much. Uh, they're either doing edibles before they come in, or they're sober. Um, most of the ticket prices goes on to the band. So again, the venues are taking a short on the beverage. But yeah, I mean, if you pregame and it, it don't really matter. But I, I mean, they be on that heroin and that meth. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't know if they're making it to the concert if they on that, <laughs> on that heroin. Niggas lit up, scratching themselves. What you say? <laughs> like Ray <right>, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> they just falling in the bathroom like the racing. They, they, they feeling water all around. <laughs> I told you about the Herman Bird, B. <laughs> Get your ass up. What you talking about? <laughs> feeling the water all around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dog, these kids wild. Yeah. I don't know, uh, but I, I respect. I would do the same thing. I, you know, what I'm saying I ain't trying to spend all that money drinking at a concert. They already got enough of my money. Yeah, 
But another thing is, like, have you ever been blacked out at a concert and don't remember it? You just wasted your money? Yes. That shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing worse than over pre came in, especially when you got a stand. Now you're just swaying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like well, when we went to the Amigos concert. Like, I remember a lot of it, but I was fucked up, bro. <laughs> and I was on the board a lot of like not being able to remember a decent amount of that shit. So I was gone. I was some damn four locos, man. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody know what was going on with that uh who did I marry or whatever it's called? Can anybody no, give me like I a short breakdown of that? I, f- I found I, a, I saw um, it was fifty parts, but I, I didn't. I couldn't watch any of. Them. Yeah, I, it, I, it, I, I tried to watch the first part, and I was like, "No, she's not getting to the point." I, I think from what I've gathered is that it's a fifty-part TikTok series where this woman is talking, uh, discussing about the infidelity that happened within her marriage with her husband, and apparently the story, like. He was lying about a lot, like his age and like he was just he was really wild. And so it's just garnered a lot of attention because whatever he was lying about, again, I don't know the specifics. I can pull it up here shortly. Uh, he was he was he was he was wilding for real. Um, but that's what I've gathered just based off of what I've seen. Yeah. I did see that. I, I guess it got picked up. So somebody was trying to buy it. So they're trying to turn this into a movie, like kind of like they did with Zola. Oh, OK. That'll be interesting. So, yeah, I saw Charlemagne was calling it big back behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so people were uh, to hit. Yeah, people yeah, were people are like hit. streaming it on their yeah, people are like streaming it on their TV. Like <laughs> they said yeah. they're watching it like an actual show. Yeah. 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 So it was like about her husband cheating? Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. Uh the Risa Tessa is her name. Uh mm-hmm. And it was her husband. He was cheating and he was just apparently a master manipulator who conned her into a romance with false promises of hidden wealth. So, oh, he was lying about having money. Uh, uh, she detailed how she discovered her ex was untruthful almost about everything. Now the man addresses the claims. So he's also come out. This is him here. This is no okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Salute the recent Tessa though. If it gets picked up, that'll be dope. Some niggas look like liars, bro. Like some niggas, you just know. Like, what? come on, I can't trust this. What this nigga saying? Yeah, mm. that nigga look just like uh, what's what's dude name from uh, Bishop Sycamore? Same oh. build, same ball <laughs> hair, same blank face. Yeah. Yo, shout out my nigga. I hope you doing yeah. well. <laughs> um, speaking of lying, man, what's the most? We'll talk about lying to yourself, man. What's the most delusional thing you tell yourself? It'll be okay. No, well, that's dark. <laughs> that was a good one. That was dark, but that was a good, that was a good one. The the one I've been getting off. Yeah, the one I've been getting off this uh, recently is that I can out hoop Caitlin Clark. That's the one I've been getting off uh, recently. What? Oh, you, this is really <laughs> All right. I ain't gonna lie. I'm one of them niggas that think I can too. I ain't gonna stand with you. Nigga, what are you? <laughs> I be getting that off, bro. I be getting that off. When was the last time you hooped? This is shit. It had to be like three weeks ago. Yeah, I'm about to say a few weeks ago. 
I fucked my back up too, so maybe, maybe she, maybe I need to chill. This is ultimate sexist behavior. <laughs> yeah, I'm, this nigga with a fucked up back is going. Nigga, I do some Batman training, bro. Get right, bro. <laughs> put, put her back to the basket on her ass, bro. Nigga, Kaylin Clark gotta be one ten, soaking wet. I will back her up what? to the basket each time. <laughs> That's your go. That's it. see. You got the old man game. That's, that's the, hey, I, if it worked, it worked. All right, but what happens <laughs> when you miss that first? You because you, you're not going to hit every single one of them. That's true. You back it down. <laughs> you're not going to hit every single. So when you oh, miss that I, first one, what's going to happen? I don't know, bro. Like she, she's small, small, bro. Like I do her like a toddler. <laughs> she's six foot. Yeah, okay, she's six well. foot. Damn, I didn't know she was that tall. Oh no, you ain't you you missing one. You missing at least one. Nah. I'm I, I put respect I, I, on Caitlin Clark. How man. are she you cuffed. playing defense? How are either of y'all playing defense? Oh no, she's smoking me. She's smoking me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she's smoking every, me. You need to make every single one. <laughs> but I might get some fouls off and some shit, bro. Right on real fast. You know? So Hey, that's we we asked what's the most delusional thing, bro. When you say it's got to be rational. Hey, listen, Honestly, yeah. that, that is delusional. Mm. I'm trying yeah, to I'm think. Trying, I, th- yeah. I think the biggest thing probably would be is uh, it is okay. It, it's going to be all right. I, you sometimes you got to try to tell yourself that, <laughs> like especially with like work situation, like when work get hectic, it's like oh man, it'll get better next week. The things you tell yourself to make it to the next week, and then it's like damn, it's the same thing all over again. My most delusional thing is probably you put me in a room with any woman and some activities. I'll get it done. I don't, uh, that's, 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 that's not a... That's, that's a respectable time. delusion. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, get I it respect done. that. I respect that delusion. I can't think of it. I, I definitely didn't have some delusional thoughts, though. I'm trying to think if, it, if, it's, if it's anything more so in the lines of what you just said. About women? You ever chase a woman you know was out your league? Mm. Nah, I think I think nah. nah that's cap sauce. That's cap sauce. Every every nigga in this group did chase the woman that they know was out their league. How are you clarifying? Uh, yeah, yeah. I need the clarification on that. Like it's because there are variables. Like she got rich parents, so she like nice shit. Nah, that don't matter to me. Uh, <laughs> Join this grind with me, baby. It's like. She got everything together. You know how, like, when you trying to get your shit together, it's uh, you trying to get to a girl that got everything together. It's one of those type of things. Like, she looked good. She got her money right, her job right. Uh, she hella disciplined. That type of shit. Like, she got all like five or six of them things, and you you trying to hold on to two or three. Like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> one of those type of situations. <laughs> Like you got good money and and uh, you discipline, yeah. but you you might be falling off on another on another thing. Sure, that's real. That that might be my delusion. That I got my shit together. Damn, <laughs> 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 sure, that's a lot. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Hey man, I th- I think a lot of men's delusion does have to do with women though. And like men, if, if, I feel like as a man, if you aren't a little bit delusional, like you aren't really living right. <laughs> Yeah, because women are attracted to confidence, and for us to have confidence, we have to be somewhat delusional. That's true. You have to have a certain level of delusion to to, to have confidence in yourself. That is true. So, it kind of helps in a certain way. 
All right, y'all, um, are y'all aware of a conversation that or advice that Jay Z gave to DDG? Why would they even talk it? I bet. Um, so apparently, this was this came through from like I guess DDG was on the Jason Lee show. They were chopping it up about some, and he said that Jay Z gave him some advice one time. Was I guess it was at a birthday party? Um, he asked him what what advice he could give him as an artist. And apparently Jay-Z gave him the analogy, and this is his words, if people go to the Chinese restaurant, they're expecting Chinese food. So give the people what they came for. Mm, I don't know as an artist what people are coming to GDG for. Jay-Z don't know either. (laughs) Jay-Z is just like, listen, I don't know what you do and why you're even in the vicinity of me. Just keep doing that. <laughs> and it'll work out. But Got you this far. Show that maybe you don't. Maybe you need to take that five hundred K and skip the Jay Z lunch. I was about to say, like all them niggas that want that Jay Z dinner. That's what he gonna tell you, and you are gonna be out of five, uh, fifty thousand. So, yeah. I, I've always been on that camp, man. Ain't shit Jay Z can tell me that can help me, <laughs> unless that nigga actually give me some money. If he give me the five hundred thousand, is it a celebrity or a person that you would take a, a dinner of for over fifty thousand? Jordan Woods, Dre. Yeah, I was gonna say, is this, is this, is this led with like gaining knowledge or lust? <laughs> I got some the dinners. Also, Bill Gates type shit. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. Um, Hell no, we talking. Bob Johnson. I mean, I feel like unless you're trying to build a business, like those conversations aren't really helpful. Buddy, that's married to uh, Portia, and he like a billionaire. No way. He got a whole bunch of money, I think, right? That bald African nigga? He's a billionaire? <laughs> yeah, he, he got a whole bunch of money. <laughs> Man, I thought he Simon like, or whatever his nigga name is. I mm-hmm. thought he's like a fraud or something. Yeah, I saw that's why uh, they got divorced. Yeah, he, he he got a fraud case coming up allegedly. <sighs> yeah, there's there's nobody I want to talk to. Michael Jordan. Uh, Hell no. I maybe talk to Rihanna. I see Rihanna talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Rihanna got a nice little mix of being bad and she can put me on the back. But Rihanna kind of stumbled into her bag though. Not saying that she's not smart and talented, but she's just so cool that niggas gonna follow what she does. Like she's a trendsetter. So salute. Got a couple shots at the table, you living? Rocky there. Y'all go to the bathroom. Niggas slipping on scene. Yeah, no, you can't say that. You can't be in the bathroom at the same time so he's slipping no semen. Nigga slipping no semen. You think that nigga Rocky back there slipping no semen? <laughs> so that's a Rihanna would be hilarious. Oh, shit. Rihanna's amazing, fam. Uh, what else do we got here? We talked about Reese Tisa. Oh, man. I'm gonna bring up this. Yeah, it, it was a tweet that was like, "Why do niggas just roast you for everything? Like, you could be the most positive looking nigga, and they still gonna roast you, bro." And the shit the niggas had said in these comments had me fucking crying, bro. <laughs> Hold on, I'm laughing for it though. Can't see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this is the nigga. That, this is his nigga's original post, bro. <laughs> Wait till you see the comments. Go go to. Can you go to the next one, please? And this was because a barber posted a cut. Yeah. 
This this is his client. Oh my. Yeah, this is the client. Find a new barber. It said this nigga looked like a good example. <laughs> <laughs> Bro looked like he eating Winnie Hush Julius. <laughs> Alright, go to the next one. The next one's funniest, bro. <laughs> this nigga is well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, sweetie pie. <laughs> Hello, last ass nigga. <laughs> he he looked like the word please. <laughs> nigga looked like he going to heaven. <laughs> Dog, don't tell me he looks vulnerable. If somebody says he from a hair picture, I look vulnerable. <laughs> I gotta whoop your ass. Just say I look vulnerable. Oh, oh shit! Oh. Niggas just be roast you for anything. That's why I love black people, man. Because people outside the community won't know that they just fucking like they not. They don't mean anything by it. They just being funny. But that shit had me in tears, bro. No, that's just hilarious. Yeah. Why Why are black people so good at roasting, bro? Why is that ingrained in our society? We should, man, that's how we get through the pain, bro, by laughing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's turned bad into, into funny. <laughs> no, nah, that shit is funny. Uh, shit. Oh, yeah, I got another one. Um, it was a situation that happened with, uh, I know y'all don't watch them and I don't either, but um, I guess this girl is on Bad Girls Club or one of them bad bad shows. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But she got her mom surgery and I guess the surgery, they ended up... <sighs> Holy shit. <laughs> they ended up bloating her stomach. And like her stomach, it looked hella wild. Now I just put the post in the uh, the link in the chat or something oh, like that. Yeah, uh, and she's spazzing. And I want to ask y'all: Is this the surgeon's fault for doing this, or the mom and daughter's fault? Uh, Wait, the mom and daughter's fault for what? Getting the surgery. We can't hear. Uh, you might have to. Oh, you want the, you want so. the sounds? All right, yeah, on. please. Ah, oh, bro. <laughs> Yo, that shit corny, bro. That shit corny, bro. Shit corny, she wanted to be comfortable, bro. It's really people, moms out here, that's uncomfortable, bro. And all I wanted my mom to be was comfortable. Y'all gonna fuck her over like that? Y'all rushing my mom, bro. They ain't gonna lie to her. Same procedure in New York, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. We in Brooklyn, New York. Y'all gonna switch it and say, oh, Perkins got to eat bro. That's corny, bro. They going to say, your mind being mine too high, but we still going to do it. <laughs> like, so you know, if, you're, if, if, if you come and get your body done and your BMI too high, they can't do it. So her BMI was too high. So they just was like, fuck it, we still going to do it. Pay attention. You ready? When my mom first was getting her body done, basically interacting with the people, signing papers, doing this and doing that, right? They were saying like your BMI can't be too high or we cannot do a procedure. Um, they just kept saying it like, well, you know, you need to do walk around and do something, your BMI can't be too high. Mm-hmm. When she got there, her BMI was too high, but she was next. So they just was you like, can't hey, lower your BMI just by walking around for a little bit. But if I my mom, <laughs> right, they never told me my BMI was too high and they still did it is a problem because that means if other people 
Uh, but yeah, it was a video of the summit and it looked crazy. It looked like when Squidward ate all them patties and all that shit like went to his legs and shit. It looked just like that. It was crazy, bro. Oh. Um, but is that like the surgeon's fault or is that the mom and daughter's fault? Both. Well, she was trying to get lipo. Yeah, like some body rejuvenation type shit. Yeah, I, I I say both too. It's it's important for you to do your due diligence and make sure you're working with you know a respectable doctor. Um, and also as a doctor, you need to be able to you know don't do no fucked don't do no fucked up shit. Um, but you should have known something was off if they told you to walk off your off your BMI. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known. Hey, this ain't the place to be going. So I, I, I got to put some blame on them, man. You know how long it takes you to take the points off your BMI? <laughs> she said, you go walk around the hospital real quick. <laughs> like 32. <laughs> do, do a couple left on the maternity ward. <laughs> we going to see where it's at there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's... Love yourself like J. Cole said, man. What would you do if you were big? Come on, man. What would you do? <laughs> what would you do if you couldn't put your pants on? <laughs> Rolling around on the bathroom floor. Because you're right, hungry. Right. <laughs> you're always hungry. And my big people, we ain't even on that with y'all. <laughs> I, I, I say, man, honestly, my first thing would be to see if I could get uh that black band. What is that gastro uh bypass? Your first oh, so you saying gastro. Gyro. So yeah, I would I would look into that first. If I'm like crazy, crazy, crazy fat to the point where it's like I right, some got to give. I'll look into that. If I can't do that, I don't know. I'm just going to have the to The crazy thing nigga. about when you when you big is if you try to like do the exercise, you do sometimes get like all the extra loose skin. Mm-hmm. So you're going you're gonna to get it. it it's going to happen. That's why you can't let yourself get to that point. And, but respect to the people that work at, you know, work out and try to get themselves fit. Because sometimes it's not all about what your body looks like. It's what your health is. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yes, but no. If you're mm-hmm. if you work, if you big and you're working out, you probably want to look better. You don't want to walk around with eagle weights. <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. I get I, I salute. I salute all the people that put in work in the gym that are crazy, crazy overweight. Because I don't know if I was in that position, if I would even be able to do that shit. Oh, he just be he just be in the crib eating donuts. Yeah, I just I, I just be like, yo, this is me. <laughs> take it or leave it, cause bro, it's just could you imagine? Like, take it or leave uh, it. <laughs> it's crazy. My four hundred pound life. <laughs> I just ah, uh, that that would be tough, bro. That would be tough. See, we the wrong friends for half of shit like that, cause. We'll have to get serious with your ass. Like we'll have to call you like a fat bastard or some shit to to get you get you back right, bro. We we can't go for you just eating full ass large dominoes in your crib. <laughs> Hell no, nah, nigga. What you doing? I feel like 
I feel like that moment, that moment as a friend to like call out your friend for getting too obese is something that certain niggas would thrive for. Like you go into the apartment, what is that? <laughs> what is this? You got cheesy bread under your pillow. Why? Why? Slipping over shit. <laughs> Kicking the pizza box. <laughs> it's nothing but empty fruit roll-ups in these floors. You don't got no water. You got no water, your water turtle. Your blood is wild, will pop. Why? <laughs> I'm just imagining being super fat and a nigga just destroying your kitchen. <laughs> Everywhere. Oh man, and that I mean that's the most fucked up thing is normally when you get to that like that six hundred seven hundred pound shit you don't have nothing in your refrigerator because everything is just ordered like made to go and like from like Burger King and like Pizza Hut and shit, bro. You gotta so, have that big too. Would Would Ozempic even work for somebody that <laughs> that big? I don't know. I don't, probably- I don't know. It'll suppress their appetite, so maybe it'll it'll get them going on the right path. And like I said, I'm I'm hey, I'm I'm encouraging every nigga to get healthy out here, man. Uh but at a certain point niggas gotta keep it real with people too though. Yeah. I don't even know if that exempt will work, man. They put that syringe in, some oil might just start pouring out. <laughs> start leaking. <laughs> Can't even fit that motherfucker in yeah, man. Shout out to my B.O.N.s out here, man. It's never too late. It's never too late to, you know what I'm saying, work out and get your shit together. For sure. Uh, what was the last what was the last classic rap album to y'all? Fuck. I had classic? Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> It's not. It's almost dry. I almost thought it was. It's almost dry. Mm. But I don't. I don't think that would be classified as a classic. Mine was DS4 Forever, or DS Forever. Okay. I'm not mad at that being a classic. I'm not mad. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of. I can't call it. It's nothing after that, though. Yeah, I can't think of nothing after that. I'm trying to think. What was, what was the best one after that? We're just not getting classic like we used to. Oh, uh, no. Uh, Drake in 21. Is that a classic? No. Mm-mm. No. Nah, I can't. No. Ah, what? It's good. It's not a classic. It's not classic. It's yeah. a very good, very great yeah. album. It's not a classic, though. Ah, uh, nah. That came after DS Forever? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. DS Forever was last... 2022? 2022? Yeah. 2022. 2022. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't gotten nothing after that, though. Yeah, I'm looking at the best rap albums of 2023. We had Ganger V's, For All the Dogs, The Great Escape, Larry June, A Gift and a Curse, which is also a good one, but I don't know if I would call that a classic. Jack Man, with a period after Jack Man. Yeah, no, that's not Jack, man. Uh, yeah, that's all out. The Night Shift, low key. That's a good, great album. The Night Shift. That's Larry Show. Who's the Cardinal? Oh, okay, okay. I'll have to listen. I'm, when it comes to like guys like Larry June, Currency, all that, is their projects just be losing me. 
I just know they make good music, but I can't even name their projects for real. Hood's Hottest Princess, Sexy Red. Yeah, I don't see none. So. That might be it for me. <clears throat> I want to see if y'all had any. Um, I'm going to throw this real quick. Uh, NSA 25, apparently they've sent out, um, they opened up the portal so players can opt in. Um, it was agreed on that each player gets $600 uh, plus the game for free, no royalties. Um, first question, do y'all think that's fair or foul? Uh, second, who would you want to see or what do you want to see like for the cover athlete? You want to stay like former players? You want to be like a current player? But let's start with: um, Is it fair or foul? They only get six hundred plus the free games, no royalty. It's one of those things that's not fair. But if y'all don't opt in, all niggas gonna do is download the fucking software update anyway. It's it's not like it. All they have to do is say, okay, so we're not gonna license any players. We're just gonna make HB. HB uh, number four or whatever, and then have the online person make the roster update. That's all they're gonna do. People don't care if they license or not; they just want the names on the back or whatever. So it's unfair, but I I feel like it's unfair to uh, one group, but fair to another. Like no. if you that nigga, it's unfair. If you not that nigga, uh, be lucky you got the game in six hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's, that's real. Because only it's only a handful of people who really should be feeling like they should get more more of a stake. If you not if you not a real player, but you gonna now get your name in the game, your family can buy the game and play with you, and you you're forty eight and you're fourth on the fifth on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gonna have to take that six hundred in the game for free and call it a day. And it's gonna happen anyway. Like whether y'all opt in or not, niggas gonna have a roster update for you. So mm-hmm. take yeah, what you can get. I feel like the only nigga that should be getting, uh, the only player that should be getting royalties is if they do choose that dude to be on the cover. If they choose a present player to be on the cover, I feel like he should get royalties over that. I don't know if past players got royalties on the cover, but that would be interesting to know too. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to see on the cover. Uh, I feel like it's gonna be prime. From what I've been hearing, because um, the the account of the game only follows like five people, and it's like the uh, the announcers in the game, and then Prime. So I think it's gonna be Prime, but uh, Shadow would be cool. Um, who else is in college sports right now? Quinn would be cool. Um, I can't got Bo Nix. Fuck Bo Nix. Me too. Well, I, I wouldn't be mad if they did like a, you know how they do like two different covers for like 2K, for like a deluxe version, like the standard version. I wouldn't be mad if they did like a, a present with like the standard version, like the deluxe package where you download and get all the extra shit. It's like a, like a Heisman player who might have been skipped over like the past, I don't know, was it 10, 12 years from now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing suggestions of, of them doing like, you know, one cover being like a montage of all the athletes that would have been on the cover. So like, you know, a Joe Burrow, somebody like that, you know, just like a montage. And then I've also seen like where they would potentially do like a Legends edition where like they would have Nick Saban on the cover. So I've been seeing those thrown around. Yeah. You need to you need to put Reggie Bush on the cover. 
<laughs> start causing some shit. Get my lens back as a uh, fucking Heisman, man. It's been too long. Speaking of Heisman, real quick, y'all, did anybody else catch uh, Johnny Manziel in the club, Shay Shay? Man, I watched all three hours of that thing. Yeah, I think you got like an hour left, but I watched a good amount of it. I'd say a majority was, of the clips. Yeah, honestly, it, it was a decent conversation. I, I found even that with uh, this, with the Netflix doc that wasn't as like exciting as we expected, it's good to kind of see the insight and the reflection and the awareness um, and the regret that Johnny kind of has. And clearly he's seeing... He's grown somewhere. You can tell he's kind of grown in a sense. He was, you know, felt apologetic and regretful toward LeBron and Drake and was basically saying he's just out here kind of doing whatever and then lying about having oil money. And um, it was a, it was a good watch, though. I kind of enjoyed those type of athletes. I think it's good. I, it's going to sound crazy. I love it when we get the athletes who were like were successful, but like still kind of failed because it gives you like a a dual perspective of you get the glory, you get the highs, but then you also kind of get the, get a better understanding of what the NFL is, what the oh. NBA is, kind of what struggles come with being successful and maintaining and then what it takes to, I guess, be a superstar and how it's so easy to be a star in college and, and be a bust when you become a professional athlete. Yeah, that Johnny shit was like unreal for anybody though. Like, it's definitely college players that live it up and have a crazy life. But he was like, his life was just nuts. He was on a private plane like every weekend. He was smoking weed and nobody cared, and like it was just too much, bro. Like it, we we should have all known he was gonna not make it in the uh, NFL. Yeah, yeah that crazy Bayless co-sign. <laughs> it's just we see I, I think we see a lot of people that we deem might not be responsible and we just see like talent just overrule some shit mm-hmm. so I think that's why sometimes we think alright maybe maybe he can do it even though the NFL is different NFL I feel like that's that one sport unless, well, especially if you're a quarterback I'll say that when you're a quarterback you can't be one of them wild card uh, like random niggas, it's not gonna mm-hmm. work out. Even on that right now, just looking at everything from like the other side of thirty, it makes me look at like him and redshirt freshman year getting the Heisman, like nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Like I see things differently now than I did when it was happening and we were in school. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing too because it kind of felt like he came up. Uh, at least I, I felt like I was coming up with Johnny around the same time. Like we're basically the same age. And so one of the things he brought up uh, about if he were to get drafted, if he would have gotten drafted to Dallas, how that would have changed, like the trajectory of the whole, like you thought he was wild in Cleveland. He was saying like, yo, if I was at the crib in Dallas and I got drafted and I was playing for the Cowboys, it would have been like 10 times as worse. So it was a dope, dope interview. Yeah. Crazy. One of the coolest uh, college athletes ever, man. I can't name too many. I was drinking the Kool-Aid. I was definitely drinking the Johnny Manziel Kool-Aid back then. Pause. Yeah, I, I was a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you had to double down on that. But. <laughs> uh, uh, y'all copping some uh, Trump shoes, man? No. One, they asked. Two, they too expensive. <laughs> One, they asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's niggas copping them, man. What, they $600? 
495 all gold joints with the 45 on there. Yeah, they better take them WWE ass shoes. Those remind me of those. Uh, fuck, I, I gotta be. I gotta choose the word. What were those? Those shoes that started with an O? Osiris. That it was, was. Yeah, they remind me of some Osiruses. Those were rampant in the Latino community. That's, that's all. That is. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that, those look yeah. crazy trash. But he getting. I think they selling out. Well, I, think, I, mean, I think they he got a following, and a racist going. They're not going to pull them <laughs> off and fix though. The racist, the racist. I feel like if you if you if you buy those and you wear them out, like you, I you, I damn near hope you catch a beating, <laughs> like a back alley beating. Like you, you, you. If you wear those, you are showing I'm on this side. It's like wearing a bandana in the wrong neighborhood. If you in yeah. LA, yeah, that's real. But. Kodak fuck with Trump, man. Kodak just got out uh, again. Um, and I, I hurt, it hurts me to say this. Is jail necessary for Kodak? Like, do y'all feel like he might need to stay in jail for a little minute? I don't, I don't even know if I could say that because it seems like it's not working at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe if if he would get out and he he you would we would see a difference a little bit at least for a couple of weeks. But it's it seems like it's not helping. He needs to be somewhere else. He needs to be a, like a rehab facility or or in yeah. Utah like YB. Yeah, I I, w- I wouldn't say jail is helpful. I, I think it's at this point jail might be worse. Mm-hmm. Because if you are moving a certain way, you can still get that same shit in jail. Or you're mm-hmm. still going to be like the same around the same type of people in jail. He and it's, it's kind of unfortunate because with him, it's like you're, you're successful very early. And with the success comes the money. And when you come from those type of environments, like you now become like the top of the food chain. So you get a lot of yes men like you don't unless you have like the proper guidance, you probably destined to stray down further down the path you were already on. So like you were saying, he yeah, he probably need like a some proper counseling or you got to go to like Sedona for like rehab for like three months. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that video that had him throwing the rocks at that photographer was nuts, man. And, uh, and the photographer needed to chill, too. He was trying to be a tough guy too much, bro. <laughs> But I didn't, I didn't, he was popping behind the AC like he was uh, Gollum from Lord of the Rings throwing rocks. Oh, man. Yeah, that nigga was geeking, bro. I don't know how you walk out of jail like that. And I guess that's more the point. Like, he may not need jail because jail might just be making it worse. Yeah, he needs something else, dog. Yeah, it's crazy how they... You, you, I think you just said something about Young Boy. They really put that nigga on the fucking... Unreachable ass, like mountain range. That's just crazy. Get him out of society. I feel like more niggas need that. Just drop him off in the middle of like the western states and shit. That nigga in Montana. Just chill here for a minute. He run a great nigga mountain. Yo, that's crazy. That nigga isolated him on a fucking Appalachians or some shit, bro. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but uh, prayers for Kodak, man. Somebody want to do this Drake thing? Um, what's this? A couple days ago, Drake on his Instagram story 
um, put up a picture of Tory Lanez and dropped his uh, infamous three, three him instead of free him. Which what, do, what, what does that mean? What is it's just a like, cool way of saying him? free. Yeah. yeah. For, oh, oh, so it's no. OK. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he was saying three thug too. So basically free him. Why? At this point, I, I'm starting to understand Drake a lot less because he keeps making these questionable decisions. No, there's no, there's no way, shape, or form. I don't even think they were that cool for that at some for some point. Wasn't a good period of time where like him and Tory weren't even cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He can't be picking this side of this beef. Like it's it's beefs that you can pick a side in, but if you got a beef with a dude, you got to yell free is in jail for this specific reason. It don't really make sense, and it ain't a good look. It's a it's a double down effect, man. Sometimes when you're going against women, and they get on your ass, and you you just want to double down. That's yeah. what this is, bro. Yeah, but that's what you're being delusional. He 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 doesn't need to double down in any way, shape, or form. Like doubling down is cool if you just having like a, like a living room conversation while you drinking like some uh, some hypnotic or some dirty liquor. Like those are like the double down conversation where it's just going to stay in the room and that's going to be it. You doing this on the internet is like for what? I mean, shit, once you, once you become that nigga and you get that money, you start to not care. And then you you start to want to prove a point, like yo, I don't care what y'all say. Keep saying it. I'm gonna do whatever I want. And I think that's the mood he's in right now. Mm-hmm. Has anything good ever come from anybody doing that? No, no. This is the downfall. It's, it's, always, <laughs> it's always the beginning of the downfall when niggas start doing this shit, man. Yeah. Because at a certain point, it's gonna be too late to apologize. Yeah. Is he losing his awareness? Because you, one, I think you have to, one, be aware of who you are and be aware of how people are perceiving you. And it doesn't seem like he's aware of either at this point. I don't know. I feel like he's fully aware. I don't, I don't think it affects his, I don't think it affects his bottom line enough for him to care. Like I think, or as of right now, I don't think it's moving the needle enough for him to be uh, concerned about it. Shall I say? No, that's true. That's valid. That's true. Yeah. Until it touch you, like, mm-hmm. you like, this will got me on. Like, not necessarily to this point. And, like, he damn near incel at this point, but, like, <laughs> dead ass. But, uh, like, doing the whole player shit and the like, whole misogyny type shit. If you play it right in hip hop, it works. I'm not saying it's the best thing for society, but if you play like on this persona of being like this playboy, uh, misogyny just in general, it helps the music. Yeah, I th- but this mm-hmm. isn't even. Is this even misogyny though? No one can say. I, it I is. guess. I mean, yes, to some to some extent, yeah, for sure. But it's also, I think it's just, I, I don't know. I think I find it is more stupidity. And it's confusing because for Drake, who, and I think just for any man, like women and what they're doing, 
if the, how they respond to your actions will make you dictate how you choose to proceed to do things. This now makes me question the women that Drake has around who would make him think that this is okay. Because I can't imagine he Drake is having a women women around who have an issue with this. I mean, granted, even if they are, they may be leeches who like don't really sway his opinion. If you had the women around you who aren't really going to fuck with this type of like fuckery, you're not going to do it because you don't want to lose that. And it goes back to what we were saying about hanging with 27 year olds, 27 and uh, like 23 and shit. And 22 year olds don't care about this shit, man. Yeah, they like shit. I'm with Drake. <laughs> I'm going to tell him whatever he needs to do. Do you guys think this affects his uh, relationships within the industries with anybody? Like, you know, oh, not, not getting shit, a feature. For sure. That's yeah, that's what I mean. Like, did, does, does it affect the features at all? No, you still Drake. Yeah, no, that's it's it's Um, I want to say no, but I also feel like it's a possibility that it could, but not like severely. It's not going to impact him the way it would other artists. I think artists may not mess with him or work with him because of this, and it may have less to do with Meg and more ethics. But also at the same time, who was going to choose? to turn down the Drake feature off of morals. I don't know, man. Cause I don't know how, how many people in the industry is even really that passionate about the Meg situation. Well, fans are for sure, but it seems like the industry is like, we're going to act like this didn't happen. I think that, um, a combination of his behavior is doing this like the the little shot ASAP took on him on that uh Cuddy song. I think people just get fed up with him. And obviously this happens when you're on the top of the game for this long. But um there's recent actions like saying little jabs to Rihanna. Like we we it, it seems like every day is something else that we forget like the other shit he been doing recently. And I don't know, it's just adding up to a bad combination. It's like why are you doing this? You're Drake, bro. Women love you. People love you. You don't have to be a villain to go away. He needs to go away. He keeps putting himself in our faces, pause in the in the public. He needs to do. He needs to get love. We get it. You want to perform. He's been on the road for what at least a year and a half straight. He's dropped three albums in the past two years. Like at some point, enough is enough. You have to step away to. Because at this point, he's just squandering any cool points he had left. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's, just, he's just not that type of nigga, man. He's not a get low nigga. If this is indeed the beginning of the end for Drake, the run was nuts. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. If this, if this is indeed where we start to have that Drake fatigue and it really is like, this might be that closing chapter. The run is it. Yeah. It, we, we know what it is. Yeah. One of the greatest of all time. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, crazy run. Salute to Drake. Uh, we got, Drake, go I, I just don't, I, it's, I'll end it right here. I, don't, I just hope Drake don't go out like AB, but it's looking like he's lining up to go out like AB. That's a crazy way to go out. 
<laughs> you talk about Antonio Brown? Yeah, not not like <laughs> not, not fully, not fully Antonio Brown, not fully go. But Antonio Brown was that dude. He, but then he just kept doing clucky shit to the point where it's like you are now a cluck. Yeah. You, I, it, it, it for Drake to end his career being a cluck to me would be Antonio Brown ish because you were up here, you were the elite. And you chose to go out this way. It wasn't you got pushed out. It wasn't like production failed. You just clucked. If somebody told me Drake gonna go out like Antonio Brown, I'll start praying for him tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. That nigga is nuts. Go ahead, see. Jeezy did his tiny desk. How y'all feel about the tiny desk? Y'all anybody else see it? Yes. Yeah, I, um, I saw a little bit of it. I don't know. What 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 what's my thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know if Tiny Desk worked for the Jeezy type artists. Why you say that? Jeezy don't rap about shit. Jeezy make trap rap. Like I I wouldn't want to see a future. Uh, well, maybe a future. He got a couple songs that like if he did throw away on the Tiny Desk, I'd be like, oh, come on, future would kill it. But we had Juvenile. Juvenile don't really talk about shit. Juvenile, Juvenile was still kind of in the mix of the era where even like the trap songs had like some type of meaning to it. substance. Yeah, some some type oh, of meaning. So, uh, so I can't let y'all do that. Jeezy <laughs> <laughs> got so like, we're not acting like Jeezy just Jeezy like to Jeezy like to drink. Jeezy like to smoke. Jeezy like to mix Arm and Hammer with his coke. That's different. Remember nights I could remember nights. Patty cake, patty cake, microwave. <laughs> but he still rap about something, man. Like it, it ain't like he's just on some bullshit. I don't know if it was his song choices. I don't know if it was the audience. The energy was a little bit off when watching it. Yeah. I think it was that maybe how he was rapping it or how it didn't. It wasn't as cohesive as the juvenile one. I know Gucci did a tiny desk, and I think people fuck with the Gucci tiny desk. That might have been three, four years ago, but. I feel like the trap can work, but you have to maybe work a little bit harder to get that sound in place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the crowd... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think the crowd had uh, much participation. That's the conversations I've been having with people is that the people that were in the room for the concert doesn't feel like they appreciated Jeezy just as a rapper as a whole. I don't think the appreciation level was there. So I did see where it was a bunch of Howard students that were taken to uh, the show. So I don't know what the eight, I mean, what, 18 to 22 in college. So they might not be as familiar. And I think that had to do with the, that showed the energy for yeah. sure. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't have Howard students, current Howard students. <laughs> therefore, <laughs> y'all weren't, yeah. some of y'all might not have even been born yet. If yeah. being real. <laughs> When yeah. T101 came out. See, I thought it was NPR, uh, NPR uh, staff. And so I was like, I can imagine like these employees like walking down the hall and they just see this, this nigga performing Trap or Die in, in, in the hall. Like, you know what type of vibe it's going to be? So I didn't know yeah. it was Howard Students, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, I think that's what it was. But I feel like he did it. He, he did solid. It's just the energy definitely was off. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, Adidas is trying to release some new 350s, some Yeezys. Yeah, Yeezy's um, Kanye, <laughs> yeah, Kanye is not going for it. He calling them fake. He said he didn't approve this colorway. They asked. 
Um, I like I like what's coming from this. I, I feel like we're gonna get some more social media antics, but I'm always cool to feel like sticks around the product. So let's let's see if he gets racial with it. Let's see if he gets <laughs> racial with it. Let's see if he gets. <laughs> go off, man. Fuck them Yeezys. Uh, yeah, and then I, there's the NYPD dance team, but do we need to put our textiles into that? They get a dance team? You didn't see the dance team for NYPD? Eric Adams just be doing whatever, bro. He, that nigga might be He's the worst fun. man of all time, bro. <laughs> He's having fun, man. He's doing whatever. He, he worse than a Dalton mayor, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. Tiffany Henyard is, is different. <laughs> she got a podcast coming out. Y'all know that? No. Yeah, I've seen her me. billboards. Shout out to her, man. And they just... Oh, get this bullshit out of here. <laughs> they got NYPD jerseys with knee pads and... <laughs> yeah, what is this? They're moving just so slow. This, this is, is nuts. Which one y'all think most likely to racial profile you? The one with the bandana? <laughs> oh, they all got bandanas. Yeah, they all got so All of them. Stop, yes. nigga! <laughs> <laughs> Get it, getting stopped in frisk and they break out into a dance <laughs> would be infuriating for anybody like Jet Set Radio Future when you pass a mission and shit, <laughs> yeah, shit. shout out to NYPD yeah man okay. uh, any more before we get into music nah mm, oh man let's, let's jump into these tones I don't think it much happened this week just a few. Uh, uh, Kid Cudi, I know he dropped uh, the deluxe edition of Insano. Mm. It was like 18 new tracks. I, I started to listen to it. It was actually all right. Um, but it wasn't as good as the first one. Though. Yeah, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but the first couple of songs was sounding decent. I need to finish it. Yeah, for these type of uh, deluxe, I'm actually cool with. It, it sounded like he went back to like a sound, his old type of, type of sound. And if an artist want to do that, like kind of on the first or original album, kind of like elevate or push a new sound or a new wave, and then go back to the old sound that the people been wanting, I would fuck with that. Um, if that became like a trend, I just don't like deluxe when it's just like three new three new. Uh, tracks and shit like that. Like this made sense so what you think about Yee uh, dropping three different deluxes? I didn't know he did that. He did? <laughs> yeah. It was different songs or what what was it? Yeah, he, he like added three different songs each time. Like it was part two, then it was part three right after the uh Yeah, I don't like those it. those uh streaming games. Like French Montana, you can go to hell for dropping 126 <laughs> track version of Mac and Cheese 5. Anybody listen to that shit? No. Uh, I, I listened to the first couple of tracks. One of them tracks didn't sound bad, but I can understand it's just French Montana. You can't really get into it like that, man. I'm just... Yeah, 126 songs is nasty work. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, bro. And they were they were really... It, cause, I mean, it was sped up versions and it was slowed down versions and then it was just a lot of... It was a lot of nonsense. We need to take away that nigga visa. Oh no! Yeah, actually, y'all gotta listen. Y'all gotta listen to the first track. It's so goddamn bad. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I forgot this nigga had like uh he was doing a separate voice. He was doing like some Eminem shit. Like he'd be rapping. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Y'all gotta listen. He was saying all the bad shit people were saying about him. They were like, wait, but how you be fucking all these actresses? Because <laughs> I'm because I'm that nigga. What do you mean? Y'all gotta listen. It's the first track, bro. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we actually had a few albums come out. Uh, like I said, we got that French Montana Mac and Cheese 5, Usher Coming Home Expanded Edition, Earth Gang Robophobia album, um, MGMT Loss of Life album, uh, Eric the Architect I've Never Been Here Before album, Hit Boy and La Russell, Rent Do album. I know how y'all fuck with La Russell. So, uh, <laughs> but we have some oh. singles as well Quavo, Hemothy, Spino. Dropped a single. Hey, that Hemothy's not bad. That shit is not bad. No, no. I gotta check it out. I hate the uh, name, but that shit goes. Yeah. Who did he? Who did he have? Uh, what's the drop those on there that we ain't heard in forever? Who? Uh, oh, the um. It was a damn. damn son, where'd you find this? Where'd yeah, damn son, where'd you find yeah. this? Damn yeah. son, where'd you find this? <laughs> <laughs> Missed that. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, but is that DJ Holiday? No. Who made that? That's, that was holiday season for DJ Holiday. Oh. Trapaholics. Trapaholics. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh Sir dropped a single with uh Isaiah Rashad. Um called Karma. Anybody check that out? I did. It, it's it's cool. Um I wanna hear the album. Okay. Yeah, Schoolboy dropped Cooties and Love Birds. I'm just waiting for the album for the rest of these songs. Um, Central C dropped something. Oh, yeah, Dirk dropped Old Days. That's a great album. I mean, that's a great record. You like it? I like the Old Days. Yeah, I liked it. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it at first, but it's couple after a couple listens, it uh, it improved. Yeah. That that first verse kind of, I don't like when he be rapping. About positive shit. Like, <laughs> this shit just don't fit me. Yeah. Uh, also, that Young Thug I heard was really good, but I haven't listened to it yet. Young Thug, James Blake, and Strick. Um, oh, damn. I need to listen to that. I'm hyped for that uh, James Blake and uh, Yachty album. Yeah, I'm on that shit. might go crazy. Yeah. It's called uh, Kisses Make Sure. Also, Free National. talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, you're not going to talk about that Carolina King. <laughs> oh, J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole did drop a uh, single. And that's heat, bro. That nigga was going crazy. He snapped. What's it called? Uh, I might delete this later, but I don't think that's... That's just how it was released. I don't think it's a... Like, I don't think it's on streaming. It, it, he just dropped it, like, on his page and whatnot, so... Okay. Yeah, that... that he, he went crazy on that shit. But, uh... One thing about J. Cole that, that made me laugh this week was uh, it was a trending topic. They said, uh, what's the worst bar of all time? And I didn't know J. Cole said this, but he said like a Cosby line back in the day. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about? I don't. I'd have to remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, on the freestyle. Yeah. On the, yeah, 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 yeah. On the freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that line was, that line was hard. Hey, they put it in the list, and it made me think, and I was like, all right, yeah, he, he might have need to get shunned for this. He said, Wait, uh, if they sleep him. No, he said, no Bill Cosby shit, but if niggas sleep him, then fuck him. I was like, yo. I'm, I'm, that's not a terrible line, but you I'm can't say that. that. 
I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Hey, it was on his LA Leakers. It was on his LA Leakers freestyle. If you hear it in the context, it actually. I mean, again, the bar is dope. It's dope. It's dope. Nigga the said. one for J. Cole for me is still, you've been on my mind like Kaepernick Miller. <laughs> he shouldn't have said that. He should have. Not on no sexy song, bro. I hated yeah. that then, and I'm going to hate it forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, cool. that's cool. But uh, any other singles, anything? Yeah, uh, Ali dropped uh, uh, EP. I, I, I fuck with his shit, man. Every time I listen to Ye Ali, it makes me want to have a car. I feel like he makes great car music. I fuck with Yale, but he one of those uh, who can I compare him to? One of them niggas that he just inconsistent, he bro. Just, he don't say somebody just yeah. no, he just is so inconsistent. Yale yeah. Lee is the same back as Eric Bellinger. I don't like Eric Bellinger at all, so I can't even say that. <laughs> and they both make music for like, you take your girl car and like, you drop off at work and then you run around and like, do your errands and pick up other women in it. And then uh, pick them back up and ask how her day was. You know who who make that the best that type of music is uh what's that nigga's name? Uh hold on, give me a second. Y'all know who I'm talking about too. Uh, R and B. Yeah. Dark skin dude got dreads or braids, something like that. I just can't think of Are his you talking name about right sir? Now. Nah, he like a he's not like a big, big artist, but he make great music. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Hold on. Y'all y'all continue with y'all something about um, and another single that came out, Bossman D-Lo dropped that Mr. Scraper. That's so an that's album a, or a song? I fuck with his little... It's a song. I fuck with his little minute 30 songs. Mm. That little finesse. Yeah. Yeah, he got exposed the other day. Yeah. What about what? She, ex- she exposed his naked video. video. Oh, okay. His naked video? Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly he was like naked it's, in uh, jail or something. It's it's early. It's only February, but I I would argue to venture that get in with me is in the running right now for song of the year rap wise. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I would agree that uh uh oh, boss man oh, dealer eating hibachi on the fifth floor eating hibachi. Bad fifth floor. Uh, I was talking about CRD kid. That's what I was talking about. Oh, you oh, yeah, no. That nigga be talking. Nah, that's my nigga. That nigga be talking. Him and Vori. And Vori dropped some shit too. Them niggas be talking, but yeah, we can't we can't support Vori on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 we can't do that. Also, I don't I don't know if we talked about Scissors single, if, if y'all listen to that. Mm, yeah, that's Saturn. That was decent. Yeah. That shit. I, I feel like there's it's on it's like impossible for her to sound bad on a song. Yeah, that's news, man. Uh I know that's old, but that snooze really might be a wedding song for the future. Like, future years oh, coming, yeah. bro. It feel like you wrapped up in a warm blanket. Yeah, man. It's a little scissor. Uh, yeah, man. We had a good pod, man. We didn't go over time. Got the topics off. Any other topics before we get into shout-outs? Yeah. Uh, Seize, what you got, my brother? Mm, shout-outs. Uh, ah, right, I'll shout-out my sister, man. She turned 30. Uh, hey, it's her birthday, so... Happy birthday. You know... Light, light shout out for the thirtieth, you know, new year, new opportunities, all that good shit. So, shout out to her. Were, yeah, were, you, were you guys more like uh, happy or upset when you turned thirty? Uh, I was indifferent. Yeah, it didn't feel like a shift, but it felt like oh, now life is about to get real. So now you got to hope like you can start getting your shit in order. That's 
Yeah, I think when you, it depends on how you go into your birthdays. Like, if this birthday coming up, like, I'm hooping, my back getting fucked up while I'm hooping and shit like that, that might make me more, like, upset on my actual birthday. <laughs> but, like, in my 30s, I mean, I was still good. So, like, I was like, I'm doing the same shit. So, I think that that always matters. But, yeah, happy birthday. Um, don't know what you got. Uh, I'm I'm gonna salute my boy Tim Anderson, man. He he got a new team, man. He's in Miami. Hey, you know the wrong nice place. little rebound. <laughs> the wrong place, wrong place for him. <laughs> hey man, come on, dog. Just you know, keep it together, man. I I, I I think I think you got your head on straight. I think you learned some lessons while you was in Chicago. I, uh, hopefully, you move. You know, you move better. But I'm glad he found a new home. Man, they gave him a one for five. He got three years lucky. Damn. The fall off was crazy. That hurt, bro. I thought he was going to get the bag back, but him getting knocked out and shit, that fucked him up. Tell him what you got. Um, I got two quick ones. Uh, I got one for Mr. Ryan Clark. Apparently, he re-upped on his bag at ESPN. He about to be the highest paid uh, over there uh, as he renegotiated. So, shout out to Ryan Clark. And uh, shout out to Bronny. Uh, apparently, he got taken off some mock draft, and you know <laughs> the streets is talking about. <laughs> <That's> not good. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, salute to him. As far as like, bro, don't don't worry about the mock draft stuff, bro. You straight, bro. So, salute to Bronny. Bro. Salute to Bronny. What's up? Where you going with this? <laughs> salute to Bronny, man. Uh, yeah, mine is to. Um, um, Hadia Broadbent, uh, she was a HIV, HIV and AIDS uh, activist back in the day. Um, I don't know if y'all ever saw her on Oprah, but she was like born with it, like her parents transmitted it to her um, when she was born. And she just passed away like recently. She was like 39. Um, and so, yes, um, condolences to our family. Uh, but it just really shows, man, that, that, um, that willpower, man, and uh, you know, just I, I think I can. We can all appreciate the work that she did, uh, bring awareness to it. And um, sometimes it's just not fair, bro. Sometimes you're just born with it, and you, you know, you just got to do the best you can in life, man. So it was crazy that she made it to 39 because she was on Oprah when she was like eight or nine or some shit. It was crazy. Um, so uh, yeah, condolences to her family and. Um, so, uh, shout out to her. Uh, yeah, outside of that, anything else to say before we get up out of here? Good week. Shit. Ray J. Prince oh, yeah. Love are getting a divorce for the fourth time, but we'll talk about that next week. That might change. Who getting a divorce? Ray J. and Princess Love? Yes. Nah, I, I don't believe the niggas. Ray J., he always got to come back. You know? Yeah, that's for shit. But, hey man, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. Like always, y'all have an amazing week, man. We closing out Black History Month this week, and uh, man, let's 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 start this March off strong, bro. Uh, Hell yeah, my little boss, man. We out of here. Is yes, there?